Are you looking to make better, healthier choices this year? Then let me help you out by introducing you to ButcherBox. ButcherBox not only helps you treat yourself to more delicious and wholesome meals, but it takes the guesswork out of finding high-quality meat with humanely raised beef, pork, chicken, seafood, and more that's delivered straight to your door. ButcherBox partners with folks who share their high standards and truly care about how animals are raised. Plus, they're B Corps certified, which makes me feel even better about my decision to be part of the ButcherBox community. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus get, 20, plus get $20 off your first order. That's right. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers nearly a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. Two is better than one. Or in the case of today's story, two is much more dangerous than one. On November 17, 1980, a very dangerous couple was finally placed in police custody. A pair who, over the course of just two years, raped and killed 10 young girls and one young man. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Gerald Armand Gallego was born to a Sacramento sex worker and single mother and a man who never met his son and would later become the first person executed in the Mississippi gas chamber. Gerald, from a very young age, seemed to take after his estranged criminal father and, at the age of 13, began his own criminal career when he sexually abused a six-year-old little girl. Over the years, he would amass 23 different arrests and serve some time for a robbery, all while meeting and marrying six different women, involving himself in several bigamous unions along the way and reportedly sexually abusing his own daughter. With seemingly no regard for women at all, 32-year-old Gerald was still married to one of his wives when he met a woman named Charlene Williams. Charlene Adele Williams was born on October 10, 1956 in Stockton, California. Unlike Gerald, Charlene was raised in a fairly, quote, normal household. 
and only began her downward trajectory when she, as a young adult, became addicted to drugs and alcohol. She married twice before meeting Gerald at a poker club in Sacramento. What no one knew and no one could have possibly predicted was that when the two of them met by chance, they formed what would later be called the worst serial killing team in American history. Charlene was head over heels for the new bad boy in her life. So much so that when the topic of sexual kinks and quirks were brought to the table, Charlene agreed to much more than the typical wife probably would. Gerald, as she found out, had a problem achieving and maintaining erections, for which he blamed his new partner. Charlene was desperate to make Gerald happy, so when he mentioned his dark fantasies that involved secret hideaways and sex slaves, Charlene agreed to give it a go. Pretty early on in their relationship, Gerald brought home a teenage runaway so they could partake in a threesome, but flew into a furious rage when he found out that Charlene and the teen were engaging in sex without him. Not wanting to cause another fight, the pair decided to find victims together that they believed would keep Gerald satisfied. For two months, the pair, who had only been together for about a year or so, planned their perfect crime. And on September 11th, 1978, they abducted their first two victims from a mall in Sacramento. Charlene lured the teenage girls to her car where Gerald waited armed with a handgun. The girls were bound, driven to a secluded area in Baxter, sexually assaulted, raped, beaten with a tire iron, and in the end, shot in the back of their heads. Now, it should be mentioned that while the couple made their deadly plans, Charlene found out, much to Gerald's disappointment, that they were going to have their first child. So when she helped him to brutally kidnap, rape, and murder 17-year-old Rhonda Shelfer and 16-year-old Kippy Vaught, Charlene was actually a few months pregnant. Two months after their abduction, two migrant workers found Rhonda and Kippy's bodies. This was around the time that Gerald took Charlene to a clinic and forced her to have an abortion. On September 27, 1978, Krista, the daughter Gerald had been molesting since she was six years old, filed charges of incest, sodomy, oral copulation, and unlawful intercourse. Three days later, he and Charlene officially wed and, in an effort to avoid his daughter's charges, the pair took off to Houston, Texas, where Gerald began living under the alias Stephen Fail. The couple laid low for a bit, but by January of 1979, they were ready to take another victim. So on June 24, 1979, they headed out to the Washoe County Fair in Reno, Nevada, where Charlene lured away 14-year-old Brenda Judd and 13-year-old Sandra Coley with the promise of money in exchange for handing out some flyers. Once at the van, Gerald pulled out a 44 caliber, forced them into the van, and bound their hands and wrists. With Charlene behind the wheels, Gerald began sexually assaulting the girls in the back, an action that infuriated his wife because she wanted to join in. After hours of rape, Gerald beat the girls to death with a hammer and a shovel in the Nevada desert. Because their remains were not found for decades, Brenda and Sandra were listed as runaways until 1982, when Charlene made a confession that linked her husband to the crime. But more on that in a minute. In September of 1979, the Gallegos moved back to Sacramento, still under their aliases. 
Gerald got a job as a bartender and began an affair with a woman named Patty, who, unbeknownst to him, was pregnant with his child. On April 24th, 1980, Gerald woke Charlene up and proclaimed, I want a girl, get up. Always the dutiful wife, Charlene helped him lure 17-year-old Karen Chipman Twiggs and 16-year-old Stacy Ann Redigan away from the Sacramento Mall. Like the others, the girls were quickly greeted by an armed Gerald Gallego, who demanded they undress as his wife drove them off to a secluded area. Gerald then took turns raping and sexually assaulting both girls and, content, he ordered Charlene to head off to another location where he, one at a time, brought the girls out to the woods carrying a hammer and a shovel. This time, however, he forced Charlene to look at the graves, something she had not been privy to with any of the other victims. She claimed she saw one of the girls move, but insisting that they were dead, Gerald walked her back to the van and they drove off. The following month, Charlene found out she was pregnant yet again and yet again, Gerald was furious. They married again, this time under their aliases on June 1st, 1980, and five days later, the second time newlyweds picked up 21-year-old hitchhiker Linda Teresa Aguilera while on vacation in Golds Beach, Oregon, pulled out a gun, raped her, and then beat her over the head with a rock. She was buried in a shallow grave and, according to some sources, may have still been alive when they covered her with sand. She was four months pregnant when she was murdered. On June 22nd, German tourists walking the beach discovered Linda's badly decomposed body. And on July 27, 1980, picnickers discovered a set of coyote-ravaged remains just 20 miles outside of Lovelock, Nevada. They belonged to Stacey Ann Redekin and Karen Chipman Twiggs. Both suffered from massive and fatal head injuries. On July 17, 1980, Gerald's 34th birthday, 34-year-old Virginia Mochel was abducted from a parking lot of the West Sacramento Tavern where she worked as a bartender. She was the first and only victim of the Gallegos, who they actually knew personally. She had served them drinks on numerous occasions. She was brutally raped and, after begging for him to kill her, Gerald obliged and strangled her to death. Her remains were dumped in a pond and, three months later, found by a local fisherman in a brush near Clarksburg. On November 1st, 1980, Gerald turned to his wife and said, I'm getting that feeling. So, that very same night, the Gallegos drove around trolling for victims. They happened upon 22-year-old Craig Miller and his 21-year-old fiance, Mary Elizabeth Sowers, as they were leaving a fraternity party and forced the couple into their car at gunpoint. Because the Gallegos did not normally take couples, Craig Miller was ordered out of the car and shot near Bass Lake. Mary, on the other hand, was taken back to their apartment where Gerald raped and abused her. When he was finished, he took her to a field in Placer County and shot her three times at point-blank range. Now, unfortunately for the Gallegos, Craig and Mary were taken in front of a packed party filled with the couple's friends. So when they were forced into the car at gunpoint, a few witnesses watched in horror as their friends got into the car, one of which was smart enough to write down the license plate number. When news of Craig's body being discovered made its way to the public, they knew their information was crucial and called the police. Mary, who some accounts referred to as Beth, would not be found until the end of the month. 
After evading police for a bit, the Gallegos were found and arrested in Omaha, Nebraska on November 17, 1980. They were at the Western Union office waiting for Charlene's parents to wire them some money. Finally, off the streets and away from potential victims, the dangerous couple pleaded not guilty to the charges of kidnapping and murder. In the meantime, Charlene's lawyers convinced the prosecutor in several states and counties to allow her to testify against her husband in exchange for a prison sentence of 16 years and 8 months. After giving birth to Gerald Armand Gallego Jr. in January of 1981, Charlene finally gave up and turned in state evidence in mid-1982. Charged with the murder of Craig Miller and Mary Sowers, Gerald Gallego was sentenced to death in April of 1983 and shortly thereafter transferred to Nevada for the Chipman and Redican trial. California residents donated $23,000 to help defray the cost of his prosecution to ensure the dangerous man never saw life outside of prison walls. He was convicted again and again sentenced to death. While he sat behind bars at San Quentin, Charlene completed her sentence in July of 1997 and was released from prison. During a later interview, Charlene labeled herself as another one of Gerald's victims, saying, quote, There were victims who died and there were victims who lived. It's taken me a hell of a long time to realize that I'm one of the ones who lived. On July 18th, 2002, Gerald Armand Gallego died of cancer in a Nevada prison medical center, while he was awaiting his execution. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on November 18th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit